I may have been wrong about Ryzen 7000. NVIDIA is going to use light to make your GPU faster and the PS5 Pro? Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. So we're going to start off today talking about an interview that happened between some AMD people and PC World to give us more details about the Ryzen 7000 chip, specifically the demo that took place on stage where they showed us that they were running over 5.5 gigahertz on the unnamed 16 core chip. If you want to listen to the full interview, it's an hour and a half long. We'll leave a link in the video description in case you want to check that out, but it had some really important details. Number one, it was on an AMD reference motherboard, so nothing super special. Number two, it was using a 280 millimeter AIO, so not a chiller like Intel used to show that they could have a 28 core chip hit five gigahertz all the way back at Computex in 2019, some 2018, somewhere in there. It is also a 16 core prototype from April, and it was not overclocked. It's the natural frequency of that specific CPU. And most threads while it was running were around 5.5 gigahertz and it wasn't actually a single core that was doing that. So 5.2 to 5.5 on all threads was common on the game that they were playing, which in case you don't remember is Ghostwire Tokyo. But Dr. Ian Cutras has some good input on this over on his Twitter feed about what's essentially going on here. Essentially saying that they suspect that the gaming workload was light, as in it's a low IPC workload, which allows it to run at 5.5 gigahertz all core in that scenario. So you probably will not hit that on things that task the CPU a bit more. So considering the game is a light workload, that made it so that the CPU could run faster than it typically would in a much heavier scenario. But he also goes through a whole bunch of stuff in his Twitter feed showing off the fact that the Ryzen 7000 chips will put out a lot of performance per core using significantly less wattage. As you can see here, in order to hit 4.7 gigahertz, it's using roughly about 10 cores per watt, whereas the 5950X was anywhere from double to triple that estimate to hit the same frequency. And obviously, as you scale up and get to higher frequencies, it's going to consume more marginal wattage that will actually make it more power hungry. But because AMD is using TSMC's five nanometer production, it does look like these chips are actually gonna be number one, really low on power. And number two, they're actually gonna hit these frequencies that we're expecting out of them. And when we talked about all of this back on Monday when AMD first showed it off, I kind of hinted at a few of the things that AMD did not disclose during their presentation. And it's good to see that they're actually clarifying this upon further interviews. So I think that potentially AMD has more to show us behind the scenes and they're not shying away from actually having more discussion than what they're showing in the keynotes. And a lot of the commentary that I've seen online surrounding it is that AMD is potentially sandbagging their presentations in order to show something that might make Intel think that they don't have as good of a chip as they actually do. I think that the showing was better than I thought it was and AMD clarified that later on. I'm excited a little bit more to see what's coming out from Ryzen 7000, but AMD also clarifying that the B650 motherboards will have overclocking. So in case you were afraid of that because AMD 
Andy's own slide at Computex didn't mention overclocking at all. A lot of people took this to mean that the B650 doesn't support overclocking, but it just didn't support enthusiast or extreme overclocking. But AMD in the same interview confirming, yes, B650 still going to have overclocking. Whether or not the Ryzen 7000 series chips are gonna be good at overclocking, completely different conversation, but it will be enabled on the lowest end boards that they're launching right now. But while AMD's clarifying a few things, DuckDuckGo has to clarify a few things as well because a third party investigation found out that DuckDuckGo, while it is blocking Google and Facebook trackers, uh, it's letting Microsoft trackers right on through, okay? You wanna, you wanna be tracked by Google? No. You don't wanna be tracked by Facebook? Okay. You wanna be tracked by Microsoft? Well, sign up for DuckDuckGo. According to reports, this is because DuckDuckGo has an agreement with Microsoft in order to allow ad tracking to happen. One of the things to note here, however, is that this does not identify the user. It doesn't create a user profile or is not associated with the user profile. So that's why DuckDuckGo is saying it's okay. And when asked for comment on this, they said that we've always been extremely careful to never promise anonymity when browsing because that frankly isn't possible given how quickly trackers change how they work to evade protections and the tools we currently offer. That's pretty important to note, especially as DuckDuckGo has been building themselves as more of a privacy focused setup. It's something that I think a lot of people aren't necessarily surprised that there is an agreement. They just would have hoped that it would have been disclosed ahead of time, but it wasn't and doesn't seem to be a good look for a company that's trying to build itself on the reputation of being trustworthy and not selling your data. Let me know what you think of DuckDuckGo partnering up with Microsoft down below in the comments. And do you trust Bitcoin? I don't know, do you? Well, let's talk about the price of it. Bitcoin up 1.3% to be at just over $29,600. Ethereum down 0.01% to be at 1953 and Dogecoin up half a percent to be at 8.29 cents. And in yesterday's crypto stonks, we talked about GameStop and how it had an NFT marketplace coming out with its own crypto wallet and browser extension. And I talked about how the stock dropped 7% yesterday. Well, I, I gotta eat my words because it's it, it went up 30% today. It's above $115 right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. It appears that people really do want that NFT crypto thing from GameStop. Don't you, Kyler? Yep. He wants that crypto, don't you? NFDs, he says. Uh, D's discounts is what EVGA is giving you in case you want a 3090 Ti below MSRP. They have that on their Memorial Day sale going on right now. $18.99. A lot of people are still going to say this is overpriced, but GPU below MSRP. The 3090 Ti has been super easy to get ever since it launched for, the, for MSRP. So I'm not necessarily surprised to see that we're actually seeing some discounts on it. And NVIDIA is going to continue to discount the performance on your GPUs in case you want to try to mine on them them reinstating LHR on their latest graphics driver that they've released on 512.95. This overcame the workaround that happened with NiceHash in order to allow you to get 100% of your GPU power when mining and it's being reinstated on this. However, you can just roll back to a previous driver and then everything's gonna be perfectly fine. So it's not necessarily a huge issue. I just, I really don't understand why Nvidia is taking performance away from their own consumers. I just, I haven't understood that move since they did it. I think this affects the regular consumer more than it affects the gigantic crypto miner, but that's my opinion. And it's the opinion of like, scientists everywhere that light is the fastest thing ever.
it can go so fast and Iyer Labs is gonna partner with Nvidia to bring light to your graphics card to make interconnects that are based on optical IO technology in order to make them the, the fast. You want faster GPUs while well, using lights? How it's gonna happen? Optical IO is going to allow them to have interconnects that can communicate at roughly the speed of light in order to exchange information, especially as Nvidia believes that AI models are gonna have 100 trillion or more connections in order to have all this stuff going on, 600 time increase from what currently is happening in 2021. And so uh, optical interconnects will allow us to have a faster flow of information within the GPU as opposed to using electricity, which is slower, I guess. Did you know electricity is slow? The but the flash uses the speed force. Yeah, he uses the speed horse. NZXT announcing some new cases. They've got the new H7 generation of cases being announced. The H7, H7 Flow, and H7 Elite coming out from NZXT costing $130, $130, and $200 respectively, in case you want any of the brand new cases from NZXT that similarly resemble the current generation, but are upgraded a little bit, especially with the flow being better and airflow and all of that goodness, in case you want that. And in case you want an updated version of your PS5, well, TCL, the TV maker wants you to know that uh, we might be getting that in late 2023, early 2024, an Xbox Series S upgrade and a PS5 upgrade coming out and being launched in conjunction with Gen 9.5 of TCL's TVs. You can see here in this presentation, I'm showing that Gen 8.0 was with the Xbox One PS4 back in 2013. Four years later, we got the Xbox One and PS4 Pro. And then three years later, we got what we have now, and then they're expecting three years past that the PS5 Pro will support 4K 60 to 120 or 8K 60 to 120 output alongside the RX 7700 XT GPU, which seems to indicate that they actually believe that I mean, that, that would fit with the cadence that we had from the previous generation. After four years, we got a pro refresh and mid-season refresh from this. That lines up. It kind of makes a lot of sense. 8K 60 hertz output. Technically, the Series X supports that. I could see the, the PS5 getting that support as well. doesn't mean you're going to play games at that. But uh, I, I don't know what to say about this leak. Everybody's talking about it. It was trending on Twitter. Uh, it makes sense. It also makes sense to end this episode of Hot News right there. We'll be back here tomorrow to close out the week. Hidey ho, neighborinos.